Let's talk about respectable sins. Tax collectors, prostitutes, sinners. They knew they needed to change. And as they encountered Jesus, they found mercy and they found grace. Unlike them and unlike their communities, Jesus still believed in them. He still saw their lives as having immense value. He still believed they could change. The way they were living is obviously broken. They were looking for love in all the wrong places and doing so visibly and obviously and publicly. The scribes and Pharisees, on the other hand, they didn't think they needed to change. Their sins were respectable and hidden. Instead of wasting their money drinking and gambling, they amassed it. And they thought that their money was proof that God was blessing them. They also loved their status. They loved being important. They loved being asked their opinion because they were the ones who knew. The problem is that what seemed to be all about God on the surface under the hood turned out to be all about them. They were addicted to admiration, to status, to importance. Their sins weren't just hidden from the public view, their sins were hidden from their own view. While being famous for their rightness and their commitment to God, they were no fun to be with at all. <laughs> Jesus, on the other hand, was tons of fun to be with. In fact, sinners wanted to be with him. In fact, Children wanted to be with him. In fact, the sick, the poor, the blind, the lame, the outcasts, the lonely, the rejects, they all seem to really, really find a whole lot of life and a whole lot of love and a whole lot of acceptance with Jesus. These were the same people who didn't really have a whole lot of warmth and a whole lot of approval with those religious people, did they? Mm -mm. And it turns out, that's most of us. See, rebellious sins are a lot easier to spot and they're a lot easier to remove. Religious sins are a lot harder to spot and are a lot harder to remove. In fact, rebellious sins, we're kind of ashamed of them. But religious sins, we're actually proud of them. And when Jesus invites you to become a brand new person and you hate who you've become, that's a no-brainer. I'm taking that deal. But when Jesus invites you to become a whole new person and you're proud of what you've made of yourself, that's offensive. That's angering. What are we going to do? You know what? I think he's the bad guy. In fact, I think he has demons. In fact, I think he's a lawbreaker. In fact, I saw him break the Sabbath. In fact, you know what? I think we better save the whole nation from being deceived by him by killing him. When we're out of touch with our need, we ain't gonna love Jesus. When we're in touch with our need, we're a lot more open to Jesus. Pride blinds us. It makes us unloving toward others and ungrateful toward God. Humility humbles us. It makes us keenly aware of how much grace and mercy we receive from him. And that tends to make us a whole lot more merciful to others. So God, please, <sighs> keep me humble. Kill my pride. Keep me in awe of Jesus. And help me, Jesus, to flee from all sins, the big obvious ones and them sneaky ones. Amen.